Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, and this is the show where I just kind of share my stories and typically just make fun of things. So, this week, I'm going a little bit different. Um... Is it typically I I just kind of come in here and I rant and I bitch about things and I I, I complain. I'm I'm kind of a crotchety old old guy about a lot of things, but I guess and this week I think a lot of people uh, are dealing with the the loss of uh, you know legendary legendary and you, and you know a lot of people throw that around but really to me legendary actor uh, gene wilder uh, died this week um apparently and i say apparently because i haven't read anything about it uh my wife told me apparently uh complications due to alzheimer's um which is just a shame um, alzheimer's is is not something to play around with it's not that anybody would play around with it but it, it's definitely not a, a disorder to take lightly uh, apparently he actually kept it a secret from the public strictly on the basis that he just didn't want to, you know, ruin his, the, the image that people had of him, not like a pride thing, but more of the, you don't want to look and see Willy Wonka so frail and, you know, that realize that his mind is, is kind of fading. You wanted people to be able to to have that their what they how they saw him. He didn't want to damage people's view of him. It, I think everything you see in the news for this last week has been really about him. And as I mentioned, uh, Willy Wonka. But for me, I've kind of in this last week, I've looked at it very much in a doesn't seem like it right now, but I've kind of taken a perspective of want to remember the, all the laughs and not the loss. And you can totally quote me on that. I, I've, I've said this several times, um, since this last Monday when news broke of his death. Um, he just, he was funny. That was it. And I, I think of Gene Wilder and I, you know, most people when, you say Gene Wilder, they may not remember his name. And most people, unless you're like Brad Pitt, a lot of people don't remember actors' names, especially older actors. Gene Wilder was 83. You want to think about how long ago, you know, the, his heyday was decades ago. He's not, he was not a current, you know, and he did work in TV and stuff, but he's one of those guys who could just go on a TV show because He's got that legendary status that in the TV world, in the movie world, he had, he was an icon to where he didn't have to do anything. He could just walk on a set. It was like anybody who guests on the Big Bang Theory, they walk through the door and the crowd goes fucking nuts. I'm like, why? Because it's Bob Newhart. 
because it's LeVar Burton, because it's Bill Nye, because it's Stan Lee. Gene Wilder was one of those guys, without being a nerd. He was just a comic acting icon. And he said, most people, if you say Gene Wilder and they don't know him by name, you say, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and they know. You're like, oh, that guy. Oh my god. And everybody, really, because it's, it's 2016. Uh, everybody knows Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And the movie came out in like the 70s. And because I'm lazy and I'm not going to do the research. Um, but it came out in the 70s. Everybody knows that. I know that movie. You know that movie. Your parents probably know that movie. It probably came out when your parents... I don't know how old you are. But your parents probably saw that when they were kids or teenagers or whatever. I'm old. My parents are old. Um, that came out when my oldest sister, before she, she was born. But still, my parents were adults. But that's the movie that everybody knows Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And they know the way he played that part. And as a guy, he's, he's, I kind of remember, I look at Gene Wilder being cast as Willy Wonka the same way as people who would look at Michael Keaton as Batman. As this was a, a comedian for Michael Keaton. He was a comedian who was cast to play a serious superhero. Gene Wilder was actually a trained stage actor and and comedic actor cast to play a somewhat psychotic candy maker. Not it's I would not technically call the role of Willy Wonka is a comic role. I wouldn't say it's a, a... It's funny because it's fucked up. It really is. The humor in in his portrayal of the character has is in that he is so... It, it's, it's that little glint of, of that, that childlike spirit in his eyes. But... At the same time, that like kind of psycho, especially in like the boat tunnel, crazy psychedelic trip scene, where he's just so f fucked out of his mind. You're like, this dude's fucking crazy, or just the the whimsy of of the inventing room and all this, and not so much to focus on Willy Wonka here, but it's the way he played that part, all the little nuancey things about the character throughout the movie. And that's what he brought to it. I heard a thing that said that he refused to do the movie unless he could do the the cane gag when he's revealed when he walks out of the factory the first time. You know, he like cane sticks in the ground and he slips and tumbles and that whole thing. But that was his idea, and he would not do the movie if he didn't get to do it. Which is great. It's just a great gag. It's just a great introduction to the character and he said that the reason he did that and the reason he wanted that was because it created this immediate instance of you cannot trust this man for anything right off the bat he's telling you you cannot trust me because i walked out here with cane i don't need a cane i'm perfectly healthy you don't know anything about me and you can't trust a thing i say or do 
and you're giving me your children. Have a nice day. Uh, but that was him, and that was his introduction to the character. That's the kind of... I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's method. I don't think method acting is is him. I mean, especially com- from, from a comic actor, method isn't really feasible. But for me, oddly enough, as much as I love that movie, I love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory... I actually do like the remake. I like the Tim Burton, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Completely different. Completely different. Uh, I don't, they are not apples and oranges. They are, they're apples and like durian fruit. Um, completely different things. I can't compare them at all other than it's the source material. But really, sorry Johnny Depp, to the entire world, Gene Wilder was Willy Wonka. Um, not going to say one's better than the other. Completely different characters, the way they were done. Uh, you know, generational, whatever. If you could alternate timelines, ah, nerd stuff. But for me, I was actually first introduced to Gene Wilder in Young Frankenstein. I remember watching that as a kid, being five or six years old, you know, sitting up with my parents, you know, way back in the day when all you had was, uh, you know, rabbit ears on the TV, and yes, I'm actually that old, but we had, you know, the rabbit ears on the TV getting local TV, you know, with a manual VHF, UHF, you know, switch on the TV, watching, you know, the late night movie on Channel 5, and watching Young Frankenstein with my parents, and loving it. I remember just cracking up and there's so many there's so much adult humor because it's i mean by no means is young frankenstein a kid's movie but i'd probably and my wife would probably be screaming what were your parents doing they were watching the movie uh, i i we didn't that we did that no it's just kind of it you know the stuff we did as kids we probably nowadays you're like oh my god you can't a kid couldn't shouldn't be watching that i was like a kid's not gonna get the dirty joke so the parents are sitting there laughing their asses off at the dirty joke while the kid is just laughing because the guy just got smushed in the wall. And and just, there's so many gags in that movie. And, you know, the, the, the cheese of, you know, it's pronounced Frankenstein. Uh, and the, that whole bit. And they're just so, I mean, that movie is a testament to Mel Brooks and just because Mel Brooks is a, is a, comedic genius when it comes to writing films but if he didn't have somebody like gene wilder to play that part the the movie wouldn't have worked it's i could not ever imagine another person playing that role and it's it's just I'm, i'm it's it's one of those things okay you know full disclosure i tried to write this Really, I tried to write out and express my feelings in words and written on paper for how I mean, it's almost like me doing and I didn't want it to be like a eulogy for for Gene Wilder. Uh, But, you you know, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time that. Although when I have it scripted out, it sounds cleaner. It's not necessarily as 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 honest, I guess I, I. do well thinking on the fly about getting like the honest first thought. And this is kind of it is 
that I found it hard to sit down and write my feelings, even though I'm, I'm talking about how much I loved his movies and how much amazing uh, actor he was. And it's hard for me to sit down and write something about that, about somebody who's just died without feeling like you're like eulogizing them. And like I said, I, I, I'm looking at this as I'm remembering the laughs. I'm, I'm remembering, you know, I, I loved the scene in Young Frankenstein after he locks himself in the, in the room with the monster. After, no matter what I say, no matter how much I scream, do not open this door. And then as soon as he gets in there, it's like, hey, can't you take a joke? Ah, open this goddamn door before I break your rotten heads in. I love that. Just the, oh, I love that whole scene. That thing was, just, it was, ah, oh, it was, it was comedic brilliance. But the, the, just the screams, the way he did it. It was so amazing. I love that. Everything about that movie, every line, every cheesy little thing. And for all intents and purposes, he was the straight man. Which was, I mean, I don't know if you could, if, if you could really apply that, uh, terminology in that film, but he was, he was supposed to be kind of a dud, other than being, you know, he's a Dr. Frankenstein and he's making a monster and all that. But he was just, he was a scientist. But I, I just love, like, so everything he did in that movie was so great. And there was nobody else that could ever, I mean, I think for any Mel Brooks movie, that's kind of the way it is. It's like, you go into a movie, that movie is, the cast that's in that movie is who's perfect for that movie. Even somebody else that that was considered for a role would not have done it the same way, and that movie wouldn't have been as good. Brings me to Blazing Saddles, which, yeah, supporting character. I call it, he was a co-star. Because, yeah, the movie is about Black Bart. Fine. But... You know, Sheriff Bart is, couldn't have accomplished half of what he did in that film without Jim the Waco Kid. And again, another case of, he, you know, he introduced that character on the screen in a way that it just, it set up the kind, A, a the kind of humor that's in the, the film, but the type, the, the, the snark and the sarcasm and the wit that is the character. I mean, I just love, he's like, oh, I was, he, you know, picks up his hand and he's like, like, look at that. And he's like, steady as a rock. He's like, yeah, but I shoot with this hand. And he's flopping around like he's having a seizure. I just, I just, I could not, I, I, that movie is been inducted into the Library of Congress for historical like significance as a film. It's god fucking old. I don't know. But I still laugh my ass off every time I see him lift his hand flopping around and shit and uh I just I love that movie. I love the way he played that part and it's I mean yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he got a letter this morning. It was addressed or I got a letter it was addressed to the deputy spade. You know, so dead, just completely deadpan, but he, he took that part and he made it his, and he's another one of those actors where, and it's one of my, like, I love 
great actors who, when you look at a part, you see the character, not the actor. And I don't mean like crazy, like method actors like Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is like method actor. And I heard all these crazy things about when he was playing Lincoln and, oh, I had to go build the set and all this. And like he had to live like Lincoln and you could only dress him. That's a completely different thing. Method acting is a whole different thing. I'm not talking about the you immerse yourself in the character and you and all that. I'm talking about just one of those things where they play a part in such a way where you don't see the character. You don't see the actor playing the part. You just see the, the character. When you watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you don't see Gene Wilder playing Willy Wonka. You see Willy Wonka. When you watch Blazing Saddles, you see the Waco Kid. When you see the producers. And you watch these movies, and I, I I feel the same way about Tom Hanks. I never see Tom Hanks in a movie. I see Forrest Gump. I see, uh, what's his name, in uh, Castaway. You see the character, not the actor. And Gene Wilder did that for me. He just immersed himself in when he really was just that part. He was Dr. Frankenstein. He was the Waco Kid. He was... Forgive me, I cannot remember the name of the character and the producers. I haven't seen the producers that many times. Although it was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Uh, it's another one of those movies that he, he did. Legendary movie. The roles were perfect. And they remade it. And you know, some people hold the remake in high regard. I'm still partial to the original. I love I, the original. is just an excellent film. It didn't need to be remade. They remade it because it was a hit on Broadway at the time. They used Broadway people that were in it. Um, but I, it's just, yeah, I just really just always loved his movies. And it is, it is really a shame to lose an actor of his caliber. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was 83 and he had Alzheimer's. And he really, I mean, he hadn't done any major acting in years, obviously. I mean, especially when you've got Alzheimer's, to a certain degree, you can't hide that. If you're trying to, you know, do, say you got a guest role on a TV show, well, it's entirely possible that you're, you could have a, your symptoms could show very noticeably and you wouldn't be able to hide it. And next thing you know, cat's out of the bag. Willy Wonka's got Alzheimer's. He didn't want that. He wanted people to have their memories and be able, you know, and see and remember the way he was. He didn't want to crush their dreams, you know. Uh, they wanted, you know, when you met Willy Wonka, he, you wanted to enjoy the experience, not see the frail old man that he'd become. Um, not to, you know, say he was a frail old man, but again, he was an 83-year-old man with Alzheimer's. And so... It's in the, I've, I've, again, I wrote this out, but you know, the, when we lose somebody like that, we lose these, these great artists and these, these legendary actors and musicians, the world just kind of collectively mourns, you know? And we've had a lot of that this year, 2016. I mean, I'm not the first person to say it. It's just kind of like, what the fuck, 2016? Like, let the legends live. Nobody seems to be making it out of 2016. I mean, we, 
and we lost right around New Year's. We lost Lemmy Kilmeister. We've lost Alan Rickman, David Bowie, a ton of other actors and, and people that I can't even think of right now off the top of my head. And we lose Gene Wilder. I'm like, I'm really looking at like, Mel Brooks, do you realize that your number seems to be up? And Mel's like a fucking 900 years old. Uh, I, I'm seriously worried about Mel Brooks right now. I'm just saying. Um, unless he's actually like, he's cashing in deals with the devil and, and he's collecting souls or something. And that's why he's still alive. I don't know. But uh, it's 2016 has just been like the you know the year the legends died, and and it, it kind of sucks, like kind of a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, everybody's got to die, everyone's got to go eventually. But fuck, can't we spread it out a little bit? It seems like all of the all of the great legends, all the icons are going, and you know it's it's they and it's I guess it kind of sucks because they knew it was coming. Uh, I heard that Bowie had said that like he knew he wasn't gonna live to see his own album released. You know, Alan Rickman. I mean, well, I mean, these guys all had cancer. These guys knew they were dying. Uh, Gene Wilder had Alzheimer's. You know, he may have known it was coming. He may not. I, I, my understanding of Alzheimer's, he may have known one day and may not the next. That's just the way you know, your brain degrades. But it's just a shame that really this year has sucked for people that just incredibly beloved artists are are not surviving this year and it sucks um and yeah what the fuck 2016 i know i've just said it like repeatedly but it's it's just kind of a feeling that i think the world collectively is is saying right now. I think that's just kind of the deal. Is that right now the entire world is like, what the fuck, 2016? Let our celebrities live. Unless it's a Kardashian. Fucking take them. Take them. I don't know how many times I saw memes that were like, oh, give us back Alan Rickman and Bowie and you can take all the Kardashians. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Simply on the basis of I'd rather have a great real artist than a reality TV star and just about any caliber. But that's, that's a, that's a story for another show. Um, again, I just really, if it hasn't shown already, I, I love Gene Wilder. I think he was a great actor. He was an amazing comedian. And every, you gotta remember him being gone does not mean that the movies aren't still there. The movies are there. The stage work is there. Everything he did is still there. And it's your memories. It's your childhood. Unless, you know, you're like my parents and it was your adulthood. But it's your childhood. And go back. I heard and, and, and watch the movies again and relive those memories and, and, and love him that way. Don't sit there crying in your cornflakes because he's gone. He, him being dead does not change the fact that the movie is there. It does not change my DVD collection any with him being gone. Alan Rickman being dead does not mean I can't do a Harry Potter marathon every now and then. So, just go out there and go on with your day. Live your life. You probably weren't directly affected by his death unless you happened to be one of his kids or grandkids or something. But, just... 
remember the laughs, not the loss. And I swear this is going to be like my favorite shit that I made up ever, really, for anybody. But remember the laugh, not the loss. Ah, <sighs> okay. We, we've we've been a little too serious today, so I I've, I have to do it. I I was going I was I was contemplating this week because I I knew since the beginning of this week that I was going to be talking about Gene Wilder this week, and I honestly I considered just doing like a quick uh, thrown together kind of a tribute show at the beginning of the week and just throwing it out there, but. I wanted to collect my thoughts. You know, good of a job I did of that. But, you know, it's also kids sitting down time, uh, time to really sit, be able to sit down on the mic. So I wanted to, I, I contemplated, do I do bullshit from the news this week? And I, I will say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw Twitter and Facebook under the bus right now. I asked you a question. The question does not mean to retweet the question. The question was asking for a response. The question was, I am doing a show this week of this way. Should I still make fun of the news this week? And the answer was retweet, like, retweet, like. There's not a fucking answer. I got one answer. And, and it's because, you know, it's my buddy Mark from what's happening with the new man, only person to respond with an answer to the question. And, I, and I'm going to slap my sisters for this too, because they did the same shit. But my buddy Mark said, yes, do it. And it's in the spirit of the show. I got to make fun of shit. Um, I've, I've tried my best so far today to, Take a, a somewhat somber subject and have fun and laugh. And that's, you know, it's about sharing my stories, right? Making fun of things. Um, I, I, so I shared my gene stories and now it's the part where I just, I'm, I'm just mean and I'm a, I'm a dick and I make fun of people. So without further ado, let's get into the news. All right, this week I got a couple of quick stories. Um, this one's been popping up. I, I pulled it out of the weird news files, but this has actually been popping up on like my my front page on Yahoo. Is apparently there is a South Carolina neighborhood that is being terrorized by clowns. I shit you not. Um, apparently there is a group of clowns hanging out in the woods trying to lure kids into the into the woods and with like apparently they've got like st like stacks of money and shit and they're trying to get kids to come into the woods I'm like are you fucking kidding me they, they call this like the real life it you know like pennywise the clown shit if this turns out to be some viral marketing bullshit i'm going to be pissed because they're remaking that movie and everything but holy fuck what the hell psychos We've, I mean, there's been too many movies lately where they've got crazy people in the woods and in cabins and shit and the strangers and stuff like this. But what the fuck? 
Uh, the kids in the neighborhood apparently have told the authorities, hey, we think that they, the clowns live in this house here in the woods near this location. They went, they searched the property. No clowns, no clown masks, no evidence of clowny behavior or whatever. But f what the fuck? Clowns hiding out in the woods, trying to lure kids into the woods. Is it killer clowns from outer space or whatever shit's going on? But no, no, no. Now, I'm not afraid of clowns. I'm not. I'm really not. I've seen some of the masks that of some of the pictures that they, people have said of the clowns. I don't know if they just like stuck somebody up in a clown suit and stuck them in the woods and like, hey, here's a picture of a clown in the woods because it, they didn't have pictures of the actual, you know, woods clowns. But it's still kind of creepy. Clown in the woods. Um, my wife is terrified of clowns. So when she saw this story, she lost her. She, she freaked the hell out. It, it was kind of sad. Um, but again, she's afraid of clowns. My sister's afraid of clowns too. I, I don't get being afraid of clowns unless, you know, it's creepy clown in the woods trying to lure your kid into the woods with money. Unless your kid's smart and they know how to snatch the money and like run the fuck away. Great. Treat smart kid, take the money and run. Okay. Story number two. And, and this is, this is, I don't know, life imitating art or just a, a, Guy with a great sense of humor, or drug dealer, drug dealer with a great sense of humor. $74 million worth of cocaine was found in a shipment in a Coca-Cola factory. Coca-Cola factory. Now, before we jump in, no, it was not found in the Coca-Cola. Apparently, a, a shipment of fruit juice... Which was to be used for, because Coke makes fucking everything. They make like 50,000 different types of drinks. But this was in France, I believe. A shipment of fruit juice in France. Um, definitely Europe. I, I'm pretty sure it was France. Um, showed up. And the, the shipment, like the, the barrels or the, the containers of juice were loaded with cocaine. And then, you know, the, the workers reported it to the authorities. They investigated. They're looking for, like, where the hell did all this cocaine come from? Um, the workers were checked out. They're, they're all clear and everything, but, like, really? You, you were smuggling cocaine through a Coca-Cola factory. The, the beverage that notoriously used to contain cocaine is just funny. It is. I, I don't even know how to make fun of that. It's it's just what it is. Somebody was smuggling cocaine through a Coca-Cola factory. Or we just it was coincidental. They were just smuggling cocaine through, you know, fruit juice. Which is still, you're smuggling cocaine with fruit juice? I don't know. But the, it happened. Fruit, cocaine and loaded fruit juice containers ended up at a Coca-Cola factory. But they said $74 million in cocaine. Holy shit. Now, I don't know the, like, the rate of how much a drug is worth as far as, like, this much is $100 worth of cocaine. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't do drugs. Believe it or not. I'm this much of a crazy asshole clean. But I don't do drugs. I don't know street value of drugs. But I know $74 million is a fuckload of anything. That's a lot of, that's a lot of gold. 
Never mind drugs. That's a lot of gold. And gold is expensive. That's a lot of diamonds. That's a lot of... Think of anything that's expensive that you can think of. It's $74 million worth. It's still a lot. So then make it drugs. That's really a lot. I'm imagining like, you know, barrels, like, like oil drums full of cocaine. Just packed to the fucking gills like an entire truck. And you always see the pictures of, of cocaine and drugs all bundled up and, and duct taped because, you know, drugs and duct tape, that's just the way it is apparently. Um, but I'm, I'm just packing, imagining like an 18 wheeler packed to the fucking gills. It's supposed to be, you know, grape juice and it's all cocaine. Like, hey, we, we dropped the wrong truck at the warehouse. Oops. And I, I don't know why every, every dumb mistake you, I'm sorry, people in the South, the, every dumb mistake voice is some Southern, like fuzzy lumpkins from the Powerpuff Girls. Um, especially because it was in France, but I'm not going to do a bad French accent. I'm pretty sure I would get stabbed by somebody, um, possibly with, with maybe whacked with a crate pan. I don't know. Racial stereotype much. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, you, you, you were smuggling Coke through Coke. Uh, in France. Hello. All right, guys. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I want to thank you for, yeah, going with me on my little, my, my, my somewhat somber walk down memory lane. Um, just looking back at Gene Wilder. Um, I'm sure you've been, you know, when you heard the news, I'm sure you were thinking about it too. I'm sure you probably went out and watched Willy Wonka because fucking everybody has really. If I had cable, I'm sure, uh, what the hell? Freeform used to be ABC family. You know, it's like what day is it? We're going to have a Harry Potter marathon because I'm sure they've been doing Willy Wonka marathons. I'm sure they've been running the original Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory on a fucking loop. Like it's a Christmas story. So, thanks for coming along because, you know, and you were probably forewarned, but I, I just, like I said, and I keep saying it, and I'm beating this horse to death. I like to remember the, the laughs I, because it's not, it, it doesn't do you any good to dwell on the loss. You want to remember the good things. You want to remember the good moments, the laughs, the, the things you like about you know, this person that you've lost, that you had that connection with. It's like, it's an actor. He's an actor. But, you know, the parts that he played, they, they touched you somewhere. You know, it's a, it's a happy memory from your childhood or whatever that you can look back on. And they had a part in that in your childhood. So it, it's, it's a little piece of you that's gone now, but the memory's there. So remember those laughs. Remember the good stuff. Take care. Just remember to laughs. And until next week, thank you and good night. Hot Dad Out is written and produced by Adam Hayes. The theme song is Big Rock by Kevin McLeod. Comments, questions, email odddadout at gmail.com or just leave a review on iTunes. And for full show notes, subscription links, or if you want to support the show, 
Follow the links on the website at odddadout.blogspot.com. <laughs>